let's talk about how you can get high paying clients to come to you, how you can become a client magnet. We have a lot to cover, so let's just dive into the notes here. Okay, step one, I want to address principles because it's always the principles and strategies that are gonna lead you to be able to apply this no matter the market, no matter the industry, uh, no matter the situation. If you apply the right principles, you're going to be able to adapt it to your techniques and tactics that are gonna work best for you in your market, in your business. All right, now I talked about becoming a client magnet. I want to be specific here. I'm talking about an electromagnet. Maybe you've seen one of those videos or maybe you've seen it in person where there's this giant magnet at the, at the dump, right? And the, the giant magnet is on a crane or it's maybe it's on like an excavator type arm and they put it over a pile of trash and they turn it on and suddenly all the metal, at least all the ferrous metals, all the iron-based metals, stick to it, right? And then it's able to pick it up and it's able to move it over wherever they want to move all that metal to. And then they turn off the magnet and they drop it, right? The secret here is that when the electricity is running through that magnet, it's able to attract all the metal to it, right? Without that electricity running through the magnet, it's not actually a magnet at all. And while so many of the principles that I work, that, that I'm gonna be talking about here, will work on some level, it's like a little bit of retained magnetism without electricity. We'll talk about what that electricity is in a second. This really works especially well when you're able to put electricity into it. So a few critical principles here behind the electromagnetic client attraction system. Whoever can pay the most to acquire a customer wins. Whoever can pay the most to acquire a customer wins. So what sends the current into this client magnet? It is your ability to invest in paid advertising. Now, I don't want you to just throw a bunch of money at attracting people who you are then asking to pay, you know, $5,000, $10,000 or more right away. What I want to do is I want to help you understand what it takes to build a paid client acquisition system where the, the cost of a client, acquiring clients in terms of the net cost is almost zero. Okay, so it's based on this principle, whoever can pay the most to acquire a customer wins. It's also based on what Russell Brunson teaches as a value ladder, and that is an ascending series of offers that are appropriate for customers at different levels, such that when somebody, that the broadest audience possible is interested in buying the lowest ticket offers that you have out there, right? And it, they're very easy to buy, they're very easy to consume, they're very easy to get value out of. And then as someone becomes a better and better client, or as the better and better clients sift and sort their way through the system, then they're given opportunities to spend more within what you do. So there's an introductory offer that's something very uh, easy to consume, very easy to buy. There's something a little higher end for people who are a better fit for that. And then there is the highest ticket offer for people who um, are ready, willing, and able to spend the most money with you. The other important, another important principle here is um, <laughs> essentially I, I just took the entire book name, 8020 Sales and Marketing from Perry Marshall, uh, and it's the 8020 power curve within that that 
within any given grouping of, of customers, 20% of those people are spending 80% of the money. The ratio is never perfect, but there is a, a power curve. There's an uneven distribution of resource distribution, of, of spending patterns, of all of that, that there will always be a vital few and a trivial many in terms of their contribution to the total output of the system. So um, what you're looking to do is quickly, as quickly as possible, sift and sort out who within your audience is ready, willing, and able to become a high-ticket client. And then, if you have that system in place to sift and sort those people, to build as big of an audience as possible, as fast as possible. And um, the way that you do that is through something that I've called RFM hacking. RFM is recency, frequency, and monetary. And this is an observation from direct response marketers that you can sift and sort your audience based on these three factors. If someone has spent money with you recently, if they've responded to your offers recently, if they've spent money with you frequently, and if they have spent a lot of money with you monetary, right? And the people who have spent the most money with you most recently and most frequently are going to be the people who are actually predisposed to spend even more. And it's, it's a buyer's a buyer's a buyer, right? RFM hacking is specifically setting up a scenario in which people are able to uh, spend money with you in a very short period of time, they're able to do multiple transactions with you and the people who have the most money that they are happy to spend with you uh, based on the value that you're delivering here. I'm, I'm talking a lot in marketing terms, I'm talking a lot about customer ascension terms, I'm talking a lot about like pulling profit out of the system, but they're only going to do this if your offer is attractive and valuable to them. Okay, so you have to understand that. You have to put that in place. You have to emphasize how much value you are giving to them because that always has to outweigh whatever you're asking for them to spend or else they're not gonna spend it with you, right? But if you set this system up in the right way, what it does is it hacks RFM. It, it essentially gives those people who are ready, willing, and able to spend opportunities to spend money in short order, frequently with you, and spend a lot of money um, if they are that perfect client for you. We're also using a 40-40-20 shortcut. Now, 40-40-20, that's another lesson out of direct response marketing that in the context of, in the context of a marketing campaign, 40% of the results come from the audience that it's going to, the list that it's going to, the people who are seeing that campaign. 40% of your results are just dictated based on who you're sending it to. 40% of your results are based on the offer that you're making. How appealing, how exciting is that offer? How well does it meet the needs, the unsolved problem or the unfulfilled desire of that 40%, the, the, the audience that you are sending it to? At that point, you've solved 80% of your issues and you haven't even started to create any marketing yet. At that point, you've dictated 80% of your response and you haven't started to create marketing yet. The final 20% that dictates the success of your offer is how you present it. So everything from the copy that you write to, um, to the, how, the media that you choose to how you lay out the page to all of that, right? But if you don't nail getting in front of the right audience with the right offer, 
then you're going to struggle. And if you have a perfect offer for a perfect audience, it's going to be so much easier. And um, a, a lot of this does come down to if you go out to like the great unwashed masses and you try to sell them whatever your high ticket offer is and they don't know you at all, you are going to struggle, right? You're, you're going to struggle. If you go out to the, to the great unwashed masses and you give them something that's really easy to buy, something that's really easy to get a lot of value out of, and then the people who respond to that, you give them an opportunity for more and an opportunity for more and an opportunity for more, and you kind of breadcrumb your way into this higher ticket offer, well, then you're going to um, you're going to be, number one, making the high ticket offer to the perfect audience. It's going to be the perfect offer because they've already expressed interest in your previous offers. And so all the copy, all the communication, all the messaging around it is going to be so much easier. So how do we do this? How do we build this? Step one, we lay out the welcome mat. Uh, this, is, this is my term for tripwire offers. I don't really love tripwire because, you know, it implies you're blowing up your customers. <laughs> or like laying a booby trap for your customers. I like a welcome mat, you know, welcoming somebody in the door. Uh, so what's easy for them to buy? What's easy for them to buy to make that buying decision to get value out of it, right? And what's easy for you to fulfill? And this will be the most scalable, which is what you need at this stage of the game. This will be the most scalable if you minimize or eliminate the customer interaction on this offer. Yes, it's great to be available to your customers. Yes, it's great to like connect with your customers. And at the same time, in order to drive this price down below $10 preferably, so it's like super easy for someone to buy, there's no real price resistance or anything built into the offer, you want to minimize the amount of customer interaction. But, 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 we're making it cheap but we want to overwhelmingly tilt the scales of value. So you imagine one of those old scales where you put weights on one side and you put the item on the other side, right? Well, we're putting the dollars that they have to spend on one side and the value that they're getting on the other side, right? And the value that they're getting needs to just like, like thud on the table and lift up the dollars that they're spending. The value that they're getting needs to be so much stronger than what you're asking them to spend because that's what's going to pull them to you. And so you want to overwhelmingly tilt the scales of value, number one, by providing whatever that core offer is that you're going to provide, right? But then what else? What else can you do to give them even more value from that initial purchase? So an example would be like a book plus funnel, right? You've, you've probably, in fact, um, there was a, a client that I was working with that was very successful with a high ticket coaching offer, uh, roughly $10,000 for what they were doing. And they were helping, they were getting a lot of client success stories. They were having, having a lot of success there. And then they added a book funnel to what they were doing. And really it's, they added a book plus funnel where uh, you're, you're buying the book and you think that you're buying the book, but you're actually getting even more than just the book when you are getting it. And, um, and you got a ton of value out of the gate and they did some of the other things that we're gonna talk about in a minute. But what happened with this is that their higher ticket coaching program suddenly became even easier to sell because they had people who were fully qualified, fully motivated, fully educated about what the higher ticket coaching program could do for them. And they even gave people a little bit of a DIY opportunity to implement 
by following the instructions in the book. And so people were getting excited about what they could do and then they were becoming better customers for the higher ticket coaching program, right? Um, and so this book plus funnel, you 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 think, okay, how can I deliver a book? But what else can I pile on top of the book, right? Can I can I do something getting started? Can I do something where I'm giving them additional resources that are available? Like what else can I pile into this, right? And I actually talk about these um, in my training, the welcome at funnels to get new customers. I'm not gonna pitch that hard right now, but uh, what I will say is there's a link in the description if you'd like to learn that entire process for building these out. Which does get us into step two. You wanna maximize the zero day value. So you think, okay, if Roy said, I need to have an offer that's under $10, that is, um, that's this welcome at offer, right? How does that uh, equate with me being able to spend a bunch of money, money on advertising when customer acquisition costs are often $50 or more in many competitive markets? Well, well, you want to give people additional opportunities, and this is where your sales funnel or your marketing funnel comes into play. You wanna give people additional opportunities to spend more money with you on day one, right? And this is recency and frequency. Right? This is about uh, the, the customers who are just buying, buying, buying whatever you put in front of them because they are the most excited because they want the most value. Remember here, we're fulfilling on value. We're fulfilling on value promised. If, if you like don't fulfill on the value promise, this whole thing's gonna blow up in your face and it's not gonna be good. But if you fulfill on the value promised, there is a ton of potential here. So how can we maximize zero day value so we had that initial offer we'll call it we'll call it a book offer it could be something different there's lots of different things that you could do a bump offer is something that you can add on the order form and you're familiar with this right what companion goes nicely with that initial uh with that with that initial sale so a lot of times if it's a book funnel the bump offer is the audiobook for some affordable price so somebody has the the reference where they can see the words on the page or on their screen, but they can also listen to it. I'm an avid consumer of audiobooks, so audiobooks are, are definitely something that, um, that, that attracts me, right? Um, so there's the, the bump offer, the that's some kind of companion where as they're checking out before they enter their credit card information, it's an opportunity for them to say, yeah, I'd like fries with that, yeah. I'll spend a little bit more on that thing. You wanna keep this fairly low price, just as easy to purchase. You don't wanna to distract too much from that initial sale. And then, and then you're going to do an upsell. So you're hopefully familiar by now with the idea of a one-click upsell. That is, they've already entered their payment information. We have an open session with them um, and if they say, yes, I want an additional offer, if they click a button that says, yes, I want an additional offer, it's going to increase, um, it's, it's, it's going to basically add that to their order, right? It's gonna say, yes, I'd also like that. And so for your upsell one, and downsell can often just be, you know, splitting it into payments or something like that. For the upsell one, you might wanna just give them more of what they just bought. If there is something that makes sense that is an addition uh, to what they just bought, yeah, give them that. If there's a way to get it faster, easier, cheaper, Right. If there's a way to get the results faster, easier, cheaper. Um, so some kind of action plan, something that gets them the results 
uh, with with less investment on their part. Maybe there's templates. Maybe it really depends on your offer. There's a lot of thinking that actually goes into how you build out these offers, and I'm not going to cover that in this episode. But uh, the whole point is this: this initial upsell. You might want to give them more. You might want to get them results faster, easier, cheaper, or you might identify a next need. You might identify, okay, if that gets you XYZ result, what's the next thing that, that you're going to need, right? And then this is typically followed by yet another upsell or, or well, and downsell, right? There's going to be different, um, different potential um uh, purchases that are going to make sense in sequence with each other. And more likely than not, this one is more falls more into the next need category and may even give some, um, make some kind of continuity offer, meaning they're going to sign up for some kind of monthly or annual recurring payment that is going to um, continue to deliver value through time to them, that is going to continue to deliver revenue through time to you. And so you want to maximize the zero day value of these initial sales. So the initial sale could be like a $5 offer, right? It could be super cheap. But by the time they're through this entire process, on average, the person who has just on average, on average, so you send 100 buyers through 100 buyers buy the $5 thing, the average purchase that comes out of the system, the zero day value may be like $73, right? Depending on how you structure this, you want to maximize the zero day value. And at this point, then, then, if you have built that system and you're saying, I just want high ticket clients, what about this, how to get high paying clients to come to me, right? If you've built this system, you sold a $5 offer on the front end. You got $78 out on, on the back end of it on the zero day, right? Uh, with no additional sales, whatever. That means you can spend up to $78, assuming that the numbers continue to work the same way. Obviously, those numbers are going to fluctuate through time and with scale. And so the amount is going to change. But Using that as the math, that means you can spend up to $78 to get that $5 sale. And then you have free leads for your high paying client services, right? Whatever those services are. Which gets us to step three, ascend the best customers. This is where you build out a high ticket offer. Uh, most often it's some kind of done with you or done for you service. So like done with you is I will help you get the result done for you is I will do all the work required to get the result. Right. And it can also be some kind of recurring program. So oftentimes the done with you is some kind of ongoing coaching program. Sometimes it's something different. Right. But this is about ascending the best customers up into these offers. But everything that we did in step one and step two essentially makes it free for you to generate leads for these higher ticket offers. And that's the whole electromagnetic principle that I'm talking about here, that if you can generate electricity, if you can generate revenue that you can use to feed the machine, to get the machine working, so that you have people coming in the front door on that $5 offer, you have people 
buying the next level on the next level on the next level. And then those people are basically converts to your system, whatever your system is. And then you have an opportunity for them to buy more from you. That small segment within your audience that is most interested in buying more, those people will readily ascend into becoming those high ticket clients that you're looking for. Call to action for you in this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Ask yourself how you can use this. The links in the description include welcome app funnels to get new customers where I break down that whole welcome app funnel strategy in much more detail. That's part of the BTMS Insider streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses where you just sign up, you pay one low fee, you get access to everything. It's ridiculous, uh, but you can still do that today. Also, if you want help building out a system like this for your business or even just thinking through the offer strategy for what's going to work at the different levels, I do offer fractional CMO and copy chief services for direct response marketers. There's a link in the description to that. Look for where you can book your welcome call with me. I'm Roy for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.